0: I ain't
1: worried about it. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All thanks to Mackers, the McRib and the New McRib Deluxe, and now at Mackers. This week, our guest is Australian cricket legend Brett Lee.
0: Did you see fast bowling as your way of making the side, and so you you honed in on it, or did you always have like natural speed? Fast bowling came more naturally than any other yeah. part of the, the game. You know, we tried, tried spin growing up, and as I said, I was rubbish at it. But we did little athletics, so we, we all did sprinting. Decent pace, mm. um, never going to be at that elite level. Did javelin at school, did a long jump, did all those things at little A's, which was a lot of fun. And that's why I always say that to make a good fast bowler, you have to be a good sprinter. And unfortunately, if you're not a good sprinter, you're not really going to be a guy that can bowl 160 k's. You either have it or you don't. How quick are you running in? Good pace. Like 80%? Yeah, at least 85. I remember in the 2003 World Cup, I was steaming in, like I was flying in. What I was doing, I was teaching myself about running. I learnt by mistake, actually. I used to train down at Balmoral. And so pre-season, I'd do... Up and down the the beach, there, run a lap of the beach. And if I could do that in the soft sand with shoes on, because one, I was worried about stepping on something. Two, (laughs) you have to make your feet and your glutes and all your legs and the muscles and the joints, your legs, stabilize yourself. So it's harder on the body. If I could do one lap, I knew I was decent in terms of fitness. If I could do two laps, I knew I was ready. Then I'd get on the grass, on the flat level and run, work on my sprint train. But then I worked on running downhill. And what I found accidentally when I just, I think I was chasing a ball, almost fell over, I was running that quick. So I trained my brain and my body to overspin, you know, running quicker than what you could ever run on a flat surface. So then when I went out to the field, my 85% felt like I was just cruising in. But I had to hit that optimum speed, like an A380 taking off. Mm. You need that nice approach without being too long, but conserving enough energy to do it. Time and time, time and time and time again. and
1: time again. How wrecked are you after a spell? Like it obviously is tiring, and, and it's easy to like look at it and be like, to know. Well, I think it's easy to look at it and not truly understand how tiring it is. Again, from the work we were doing the other day, which was nothing like a spell of bowling, I found myself blowing like a few <laughs> times, being like, "Oh my god, this is all."
0: It's all relative to what you're used to, but it's hard work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't care what anyone says. Fast bowling is the hardest part of cricket. It's the most sort of physical part of cricket. Mm. Yes, it's hard being a batsman and scoring a double hundred or whatever, and that's mentally and physically draining. But bowling, every single day I was literally hitting 100%. So I wasn't running in flat stick, but the effort at the crease. Mm. You know, you hear counter-rotation, hyper-extension in layman's terms, twisting and turning. It's taxing on the body. Mm. But I was every single ball, I was maximum effort. Uh, your spells would often be in the 150s
1: consistently yeah that's so what like I you were just you were just getting in there and ripping in ball
0: after ball. I had to that was my Don't job after over day after day. and the hardest thing is is it's the expectation then if you hit 150 you can't just sit in that little comfortable pocket at 140. I've unfortunately f- sometimes felt in fallen into the commentary sort of what people are saying around the world now. 135, 140, good pace. It's not good pace. <laughs> with, all, with all due respect, it's not quick. 145 is getting quick. 150 is good pace. And yeah. then obviously to get to 160 is like that's just – where's the only reason why I think three or four people have only ever hit 160, which I'm fortunate I've done it. To bowl 150 is so taxing on the body. Mm.
1: How does it feel out of the hand when you're bowling 150? Like is it is it sort of
0: empowering? It is. Yeah. <laughs> If if you like want you to feel boost like if you want to boost the ego yeah. and you want to feel on top of your game, yeah, to bowl one fifties, it's as close to you know you might see football players taking that perfect kick and curling one in the top left hand corner when they're on their best. That's when they feel great and they nail yeah. the ball to bowl one hundred and fifty k's plus. It it feels pretty special because it's hard to do. Yeah, what's it like seeing fear in a man's eyes and great. stumps explode <laughs> behind them? Love it that white line fever, but it's you have to have that element of. You watch Dale Steyn and you see the crazy eyes, and you know it's—I know it's going through his head. He wants to take wickets. He wants to scare the tripe out of him. Mm. But you do it in a sense where, like, I hated people getting injured. I want to make that very clear. I, w- I hate the sight of blood, and I've unfortunately, you know, I've seen guys get badly injured in cricket, and mm. I've been a part of that. I don't—I don't like seeing that. But in the context of what you're trying to achieve, and it's. I got no issue with bowlers intimidating batsmen on the provision they're trying to get their wicket. If they're standing in the way <laughs> of the stumps, You know, if I, they I, need a good I, softening up, yeah. then it well, is what it is. If you you know, we should have we should have um tapped in Piers Morgan and had a chat to him on the way as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but like, you know, we've obviously seen I've Probably hit about 250 people in the head over the years. I was over playing in a junior Australian competition in Zimbabwe and me and Ashley Nofki played think, a couple of games for Australia, one-day cricket. We broke about 18 helmets on that tour. Jeez. and They had to start using our helmets. Oh, really? Did they yeah. really? Yeah, but you've only got to pin them once and then it scares them and then you get their wicket, hopefully.
1: I was in, Like, why when a helmet gets absolutely, like, smoked? It, I thought a helmet would be more resilient than, than like, one ball... You know what I mean? Like, I know that it's uh, – the impact is is intense and it's heavy, mm. but like, I just would have thought that a helmet was a little more resilient than one ball and now I need a freshie.
0: Yeah, well – But back, it seems like they're not. Back in the day – and it's all relative to what you're used to now as well. Like, I used to wear one pair of shoes the whole season. Then when you get sponsored and you got the luxury of – having a, a fresh brand new pair of shoes on. I went through 66 pairs of shoes one season.
1: You get a taste for the fresh wheels, I get it.
0: I love the fresh wheels, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like you get them on and and they feel tighter. I had to have my my boots super tight. I had long spikes in my left shoe. So my left shoe was like, oh, they were different lengths. Left, long spikes, and I had them made on, on a lathe. You know? right, like a wood lathe spins. Like yeah, mm. like a... Oh, right. Made I by, it was made by um, Joey Dawes, the former... Shield creator For Queensland He he went into the Sort of The, the footwear Business And uh, yeah He made some Long spikes up For me Now hazardous If you If you spike Yourself Or trip Yeah But running And trying to bowl 150k's Every ball And the power That goes through Your front foot So most bowlers are Twice their body weight I was 16 times My body weight What So My wow. foot 16 yeah, times Yeah And I'd Slam it down
1: Yeah
0: I was about 88 kilos 90 kilos max When I was playing So 16 times That's a lot of weight 16
1: times
0: And then So that's why I've had six ankle operations That is why that's But exactly my foot why. Stops dead still If it's slid I'd lose 20 k's of pace Right So my right foot I'd never blow out But the pressure And the power going Through in my left foot Which is why I'd explode the shoes Almost every game oh. Would the physios Advise against you Having yeah. longer spikes For that yeah. reason They said You shouldn't be wearing that It's not good for you your ankle. It's I, good said, I, pace, said, I said, I, I said, he's bowling 120k sweatband swingers. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't excite me. I said, I'd rather be injured. Extra
1: length in the spike is what allowed you yeah. to.
0: And you know who loved it? The great SK Warren. Oh, yeah. Because my follow through be ripping up the turf on oh, a good length. Yeah, of yeah, course. He said, Bing, I reckon you should come around the wicket as a right hander. <laughs> I'm like, nah, mate. <laughs> 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 Do you get back to India much? You know, you've obviously become quite big over there over the years, a bit of a, of our great exports into India, I would suggest. (laughs) Thanks, mate. You've done some Bollywood work in the past, a rate on that for us, an Indian? That was actually an Australian film with Bollywood flavour, so designed for that market, so you're right when you said it was a Bollywood film, which it essentially was. Uh, That was done in 2015, and I'd been working with a gentleman called Anupam Sharma, who I did commercials with. He's an Australian Indian heritage um, gentleman, lovely fella. He's done a lot of stuff with the Australian film awards and everything. And, you know, from 2000 onwards, we've been doing commercials. And he said, one day I want to get you in a feature film. And he said, I've got a, uh, a film for you and I want you to be in. I said, yep. And I thought, white sign, little cameo roll, go across the screen, catch you later. I'll see you next week type of thing. <laughs> but didn't realise it was going to be a proper three and a half month filming. And I was a lead actor. And I took it on and that was, uh, I'm glad I did it. I yeah. got ribbed from my teammates, but it was fun.
1: I bet, I bet they did though, right? Like you can do anything slightly out of the ordinary and your mates are going to hang it on you, aren't they? Like yeah, that's almost that, what's that, the beauty of it. That,
0: that's the Australian culture as well yeah. though and that's why we love being here because, you know, you get brought back down to earth pretty quickly and yeah. that's, you know that was something I learned from my parents is that I'd always d- don't think you're better than someone else either. So there's always that mindset, but there's always a, the mindset that I thought too was like, well, I'm just not a fast bowler either. You know, I want to try other things. I want to try new things and new challenges. And mm. this was a whole, a whole new challenge. You know, do a, do a feature film was
1: was amazing. How did you find the moments where you have to like really act like the in terms of scenes that are a bit more like maybe emotionally involved?
0: Mm. Yeah, good question. Uh, tough. Yeah. I thought... The 140 pages of dialogue would be the toughest and the acting would be the easiest. We were doing four pages of dialogue a day, which isn't too bad, but it's still... And it wasn't memorised the script word for word. You could ablib a lot and you could, you know, be in in the moment. And I thought when you walk on set on day one, it's the opening scene. And then when you finish in three and a half months, it's the, the last scene. Yeah. It's not the case. All
1: out of sequence.
0: And my respect for actors... And I I used to call them actors and actresses. Now they're just actors, right? Is top shelf. They are they are geniuses. They are so good mm. because you got to get yourself in that emotional state. You know, sports always about trying and take the emotion out of it. Whereas acting, you try to get the emotion into it. So I was playing a different role there. Bizarre, right? And I, because I was in this romantic comedy, there was a, there was a, a couple of awkward scenes and <laughs> There's a bit of kissing kissing scenes and yeah, stuff. Right. So. <laughs> Sat down with my wife. And I said, "This is the script." This she goes, "Go for it! It's a great opportunity." Yeah, wanted to warm in and get to know my leading or my lead actor, and uh, she was lovely. Finished a and she's done a lot of work through India. Did a, a film out of England called Brick Lane as well, which she was massive in. And then day two of my acting career, here I am. It's a kissing scene. <laughs> Oh, like, this is awkward.
1: Yeah, I bet. How but she th-
0: was funny. She was like, did you bring your Chewy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How
1: many takes have you got to do?
0: Well, that was trying to do it one Quickly, take. Yeah. No, <laughs> <like, try laughs> but it. nah, it's, it. it's a team that you're working with. It's the environment. It's it's people make you feel comfortable. So mm. look at it as part of, part of the job. And it was a very tough three and a half months because there's so much. Every day it was. All day, every day. Locations, yeah. And there's a lot of downtime because, you know, it's like cut different camera angles, different light, you know, look around here and the different lighting and stuff and you get used to the cameras and everything but it's just, it's waiting and waiting and wait, and then you have to be on. And so when I'd walk in, because my actor was called Will, I had to be Will. So even at lunch, they'd be calling me Will. <laughs> really? You know, I'd be wearing Will's watch and I, was, I wasn't I was Brett, I was Will. Yeah, so it's uh, like a, what they call it, method, act- method, method acting. Method acting,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.